have to tell you about Keen, a trusted network of talented spiritual advisors. And I've partnered with them so that you can get your most pressing questions answered, feel connected to your purpose, and live an empowered and aligned life. And since I'm all about that life and I practice what I preach, um, naturally, I had to get myself a spiritual reading. I worked with one of their many unique advisors to help me just answer some questions about my dog, Noelle, moving through her cancer diagnosis and helping me make sense of this whole process. My advisor was amazing. She even knew what kind of dog Noelle was before I told her anything, which was wild. She blew me away with some of the things she picked up on about Noelle's behavior and gave me insights on ways I could help her, which I am so incredibly grateful for. From start to finish, it was so easy and I can't say enough good things. If you're looking for some clarity, support, and even opportunities to validate and confirm what you've been feeling, go get a reading. Take this offer I have for you for five minutes only for a dollar. That's it. Get five minutes with an advisor only for a dollar. All you have to do is click the links in the show notes or go to www.trykeen.com backslash empowered millennials to get started. Once again, it's trykeen.com backslash empowered millennials and make sure you visit the show notes and click on the link there. Trailblazing fam, welcome back to the Empowered Millennials podcast with me, your host and favorite hype woman, Angela Gentile. As always, y'all, I'm so grateful that you're here tuning in week after week to listen to these episodes to get inspiration on ways that you can trailblaze something in your life and let go of all that heavy, sticky, nasty, weighing you down shit and all that quote should so that you can start living a life you love. Um, If anything resonates with you in this podcast and the reason you keep tuning in week after week, please head on over, over to the Apple Podcasts and leave a review. A little five-star, don't leave me no two-star shit, leave a five-star review uh, and maybe a few words about what you're getting, what your takeaways are and why you like it. That helps in this world and it helps people like you who are looking for inspirational stories, helps them to find this podcast. Um, So thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Um, here's what we're going to get into today. I want to share obviously a little story, but I want to talk about the ways that we look at like partnership (laughs) and I'd like to mm, really dismantle this idea that partnership has to come in the form of like a romantic partnership. I think it can. And if you have that and that works for you, that's fucking dope. But I think partnership can look a lot different and it can look however we want. I think at the end of the day, partnership is about sharing and maintaining a set of core values and reciprocity and love. And that doesn't necessarily have to come with a husband or a spouse or a wife or even an intimate romantic partner. Um, Especially as I get older, one of the things I notice is how important partnerships and relationships are within my friend group because (laughs) there are some things that happened recently that made me be like oh we live in a world that just is really like focused and and what's the word I'm looking for here I am at a loss for words um it just revolves it's just sort of circled around marriage and that very stereotypical partnership 
And when you don't have that, it makes sort of some of these life decisions that I've been thrown in my face recently, it makes it a little difficult to deal with. Um, with that being said is why I think it's important to redefine what partnership looks like and who we rely on and where we get love and support because it doesn't always have to come from a romantic partner. All right, so here's <laughs> here's a little story. And, you know, for those of you who are in your 30s and maybe even in your 20s who are listening, uh, I, like I'm just sharing this shit not to scare you, not to shock you, but maybe just to prepare you because this shit caught me so fucking off guard that I didn't know what to do. All right. So I go in, I'm, I'm on this path right now where I'm like, get your shit together. All the things that I have been putting off, like fucking my taxes <laughs> and, um, going to the doctor. Like I fucking hate going to the doctor. It is just, it's such an aggravating experience dealing with doctors and appointments and healthcare. I just, I'd rather, I'd rather not. You know what I mean? And there's most likely a naturopathic way that I could deal with it. But I was like, all right, we need to go to the dentist. I do need to get your teeth cleaned and get my eyes checked. I was like, let me get a mammo. That's mammogram for those of you who don't know. And I was like, I'll get a physical. I have to have some blood work done, all that. So I go in with the fucking list. If you are of a certain age and you are very concerned about your health and you're sort of anti-Western um, medicine the way that I am. I'm not anti-Western medicine. I'm anti like health insurance companies and big pharma in the business of it. So I just, I go in with guarded, you know, and, and safeguarded with like a fucking notebook full of shit that I want to ask. So, you know, I'm going through, I'm asking my questions and my doctor was lovely. I want to shout out, um, Fenway health in Boston. Um, I don't know if anybody who will ever listen to Fenway Health, but on the off chance that it does reach Fenway Health, I just want to say all of the doctors and the staff there have every single time for the years that I've been going there treated me with dignity and respect and just an honoring of being a human with needs and opinions and emotions and concerns and fears. And I always walk in and out of my appointments feeling cared for. So I, I, I will say that shout out to Fenway Health. So I, I have my doctor's appointment and he's lovely. What a lovely man, lovely doctor, very patient, very calming, like lots of good energy. And, you know, I'm going through my checklist and like, God bless him. Like he was putting up, like he was very patient with me, <laughs> my checklist. And he says, so we need to, you know, we're going through and he's like, so you know, one more thing we need to talk about. And I was like, oh, okay. What is, what is that about? Cause I've checked everything off my list and I feel pretty good. What's, what's left homie. And he's like, we need to talk about end of life care. And I was like, for who my mom? Like I was so dumbfounded. I was like, oh yeah, I guess it is something you should probably talk about with, about with your parents. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, no, um, for you. Like, I'm sorry. I was I like, I, I kind of turned around. I was like, like I was the only one in the room. I was like, what do you mean for me? And he's like, yeah, for you, because you are now middle-aged and it's just something that you should think about around how you want your end of life care to be handled, what your wishes are and make sure that it's documented so that in the event that something happens to you, uh, your requests will be honored and carried out. And I was like, Never in my life up until this moment 
like I joked about it, right? Like fucking Viking funeral me. Like, you know what I mean? Of course I joked about it, but I just, I, I didn't ever think about getting a healthcare proxy. For those of you who don't know, your healthcare proxies are the people who make decisions for you when you are incapacitated. And like, obviously I know that they're important. I've had to do those with other family members and yeah, I now have to, (laughs) like, and I guess I don't have to do it, but it definitely like got me thinking not about like end of life. You know, I try not to, to think about that because obviously, dude, this is going to end for all of us, you know? So I'm not thinking about this in a way where it becomes like morbid and fearful. I'm just like, look, I'll fucking get, get around to it. But what it did get me thinking about is when you are single, not married, unpartnered, and it's just solo dolo, single as a Pringle, and the only thing in your life is a pet, if that, what the fuck do you do? Who do you contact? Who do you call? What do you do? And it made me super sad that I was like, wow, the fact that this isn't like a whole tribune of people who love you making this decision, being in on it, it's like, I want everybody in on the joke, you know, that it it just made me sad that I was like, wow, we live in a society where like, it's just a, an expectation. Like this is the norm and everything is set up around having a specific family structure that you need to follow in order for everything that's already planned to work out in your favor. Because what do you, again, what the fuck are you supposed to do? So then it got me thinking about the partnerships and the friendships and the relationships that I do have. And if you are married, if you do have a partner, if you are, you know, partnered up and and married or, or in a committed relationship, or even if you're not, I think at the end of the day, it's always about making sure that there are multiple relationships and you have as much love and nurturing and beautiful relationships in your life as possible. I think putting all your eggs in one basket with, with a romantic love is, is, I don't know, like there's no one else in your life that you get joy from and you get love from. Cause I called my friends. I called my best friend, Laura. And I was like, I have the weirdest question to ask you. And I'm so, and she's got a lot on her plate. You know, I didn't, it's like, I felt like it was a burden to ask. And that's like the weirdest thing. Like it shouldn't be a burden to ask your friends for like love and care and help and support. And I was like, Hey, um, will you take me off of life support when the time comes? Cause here's what I want. Can I put you down as my healthcare proxy? And it's, you know, it was an uncomfortable conversation to have. And, and, and obviously my best friend will do, and I trust her with, I literally trust her with my life. And I also know that she would like go out into the woods and make a tincture of herbs before she would ever let the doctors put any kind of like oxycodone poison in my fucking system. So I do know that she would create like energetic hippie crystal concoction for me. And that's what I want. I want that first. And if that doesn't work, then I don't know, maybe we pull the plug. But yeah, I, I, I want her in on it. I trust her. I want her. I want other friends to be involved in my decision making, you know, because I think the people who love you will make decisions for you. People, sometimes I think if you're really close to the source, it can be more difficult because you can't detangle yourself from the relationship and who they are to you 
in your life, like what they mean to you. So sometimes it can be really difficult to honor what somebody wants because of how it will make you feel and how their passing or their wishes could impact you. But the point of all of this is, yeah, I get a fucking healthcare proxy, but really the point is to be able to nurture partnerships in your life because I don't know, marriage isn't guaranteed. That's not, that's not promised. And that's not the end all be all of relationships. You can get the same kind of love and care and support from multiple people in your life. You can get it from your friends. You can get it from your siblings. You can get it from your parents. You can get it from mentors. You can get it from friends that you've had for months. You can get it from friends you've had for decades. And I'm just a big fan of letting go that this like one romantic love is the only love that you're ever going to get. And if you never get that one romantic love, then your life is meaningless. I think that's shitty for anybody. I think the more that we can love and the more that we can get relationships in our life with people that love us, I think that's a win for everybody. We all deserve more love. We all deserve to give deserve to give more love, to receive more love. That's how I want to live. And that healthcare proxy thing just really solidified for me to expand the idea of what we think of partnerships. Like we could create real partnerships with our friends. Life partner like life partnerships with our friends. Why not? And with our spouses and with our siblings. Like it doesn't have to be just this like one dimensional myopic version of of what partnership and love is supposed to look like. So I don't know if you're questioning things in your partnerships and your relationship, if you're feeling a little shitty about being single, like I do know those woes. So go create partnerships that feel fulfilling for you that maybe are outside of this one notion of being chosen and having a romantic partnership. And as always, just continue to work on the partnership you have with yourself so that when you do have to fill out a healthcare proxy form, you will know exactly what you want and what to ask for. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I think I think I feel pretty good about my end of life care and, and what I decided. I either, like for real, if I could have a Viking funeral, if anybody knows how to make that happen and you just like set me out to sea with a bunch of hay and a freaking bow and arrow on fire, let's go. I would love that. That would be fucking magical and mystical and that would be such a way to go out or like shoot me out of a cannon into the ocean. That'd be dope too. Is that is that possible? I'd like that. I think I'd like that more than a Viking funeral. Um, okay. I hope this helps. I hope this maybe settles some feelings around partnership and just, again, entertains the idea that we don't always have to do things one fucking way. There can be multiple ways that we define partnership and to do it in a way that works for us. Um, All right, y'all. That's all I got. I appreciate you tuning in. Quick little episode. Uh, Go to the doctor, get your physicals, get your healthcare proxy in order, and expand your ideas of partnerships. Those are the takeaways for today. Um, All right. Reach out if you need anything. If anything I said today was really slapping and really resonating, if you're like, wow, I... I hear you. How do I go and redefine my relationships? If you need a little help with that, I'd come in handy as your guide and um, just help you suss out what feels right for you. So all the links to book a session are in the show notes. Um, You can always reach out to me. You know, I only work with people who are ready, ready, not the bullshit. Like, I think I'm ready. Like, call me when you are ready for the change and you're ready to do the work. I would love, love, love to work with you and help guide you on your own level up. So links are in the show notes. Um, Make sure you check out our sponsors in the podcast, um, get yourself a few psychic readings 
And yeah, I think that's everything. Again, if you need anything, reach out. As always, y'all, you got this and go be epic.